Welcome to Alabama Short Stories, when you're a little behind on your Alabama history. I'm your host, Sean Wright. One of the most popular songs of the early 1940s was Tuxedo Junction. It was initially composed by Erskine Hawkins and members of his orchestra, William Johnson and Julian Dash. It became a huge hit when the song was released, climbing to number seven on the charts. Soon after, the publisher requested lyrics. Lyricist Buddy Fain met with Hawkins, and when he found out what Tuxedo Junction meant, the words came quickly. Once lyrics were added to the original instrumental score, white bands added it to their playlist. The most prominent artist was Glenn Miller. Miller recorded it in 1940, and it soon became a Billboard number 1 song. His version of the song is noticeably slower than Hawkins' instrumental. Erskine Hawkins and his band were at a recording session in July 1939, and they needed one more song. He asked for half an hour, and Hawkins, Johnson, and Dash got together, took a head arrangement that the band had played before, and Johnson wrote out an arrangement that the band followed for the recording. Now, a head arrangement is a piece of music usually made up during a performance and is played by ear. After they recorded the tune, Hawkins needed a name for it. His valet suggested that he call it Tuxedo Junction, which is close to where Hawkins lived. Tuxedo Junction is in the Ensley neighborhood of Birmingham, Alabama, located between two streetcar lines. It was a convenient place for workers from the local mills to get together. The Junction, as it was known, was the only place for the black community in the area to go listen to live music, go dancing, shopping, or for a night out on the town. Many performers got their start on the second floor of the Belcher-Nixon building located at the junction. Performers like Erskine Hawkins. Hawkins started to learn music when he attended the Tuggle Normal and Industrial Institute and joined the band. He tried different instruments before settling on the trumpet. Now His real education began when he went to Birmingham's Industrial High School. He played in the band directed by famed music educator John T. Watley better known as Fess Watley. John Lewis Watley was born in rural Tuscaloosa County, but the family moved to Birmingham so John and his brother Edward could attend the Tuggle Institute. The Tuggle Institute was created to teach printing, woodworking, and industrial arts to African-American students. During Watley's time at the school, trumpeter Sam High C. Foster was hired to start a band program, a first for African-American students in the area. Foster's music program offered an opportunity to learn formal music training. Wiley learned to trade at the school and how to read music. Foster profoundly impacted him and the direction his life would go in. Wiley graduated from Tuggle Institute in 1913, and he replaced Foster as band director. He held the position for the next four years until he was hired to teach printmaking at Birmingham's Industrial High School in 1917. While there, he organized a parade band, concert band, and eventually a dance band. In 1924, a new school was built to take its place and is now known as A.H. Parker High School. Watley was given the name John Lewis Watley when he was born. He changed his middle name to Tuggle in honor of school founder Carrie Tuggle's husband, John. The nickname Fess came early in his teaching career, which is short for professor. Watley was a taskmaster. 
He was a strict and demanding band leader, and he required all his musicians to be able to read music fluently. And because of this, his music program became one of the best in the region, and he was widely recognized as a leading music educator. Not only did he teach printmaking and music, but he performed it as well. He formed the Jazz Demons, Birmingham's first African-American dance orchestra. He didn't have to look far for quality musicians. He filled the band with current and former students. They traveled throughout the country. As music styles changed, so did his orchestra. His next one was the Saxo Society Orchestra, which started in the mid-1920s and was then renamed the Vibra Cathedral Orchestra in the 1930s. This ensemble was considered the epitome of big band sound at the time. Alabama State Teachers College President Harper Council Trenholm was a friend of Watley's. Trenholm asked him and fellow music educator Lynn Bowden to help student Paul Bascom start a band at the college. They established the Bama State Collegians. Watley encouraged his high school students to attend the school and to apply for scholarships. The school would later be called Alabama State University. The Bama State Collegians toured the country and quickly gained a national reputation. Proceeds from their tours helped keep the school from closing during the Depression of the 1930s. Erskine Hawkins was one of those Collegians who had transitioned from Fess Watley's instruction at Parker High School to Alabama State. His first two records were billed as Erskine Hawkins and his Bama State Collegians, and when he changed the name to Erskine Hawkins and his orchestra, it was filled with those same musicians. Fess Watley would train musicians that would populate some of the biggest bands led by leaders such as Duke Ellington, Lucky Millinder, Louis Armstrong, Skitch Henderson, Lionel Hampton, Fletch Henderson, Billie Holiday, and Bessie Smith. His students would go on to have distinguished individual careers. Two of the most famous are Herman Blunt, who would go by Sun Ra, and stand-up bassist Cleve Eaton. Eaton would work with countless musicians over the years, including Count Basie and the Ramsey Lewis Trio, which included future Earth, Wind & Fire leader Maurice White on drums. I was lucky enough to have Cleve Eaton and his band play at my wedding reception, which would have been a highlight of my life if not for the fact that I married the love of my life only hours before. In 1956, Watley retired from being an active musician, and he gave Jay Sims of the Huntsville Mirror this quote, I love music and probably always will, but I think it is time I quit active participation and let the other boys carry on. But before taking a final bow, I would like to offer sincere thanks and appreciation to all those people who represented the clubs, fraternities, sororities, and all other social organizations. For it was they who came from all walks of life and all races and allowed me the opportunity to let me play my music. I would not have that wonderful feeling of having rendered a service to those people. Fess Watley would retire from Parker High School in 1963, and he died in January 1972. He is buried at Birmingham's New Grace Hill Cemetery. Now, when we think of jazz or big band music in Birmingham, our thoughts always turn to Erskine Hawkins and Tuxedo Junction. The next time you hear it, and you should play Hawkins' instrumental, remember the people behind the scenes who taught Erskine Hawkins, Sun Ra, Cleve Eden, and many others not only how to play their instruments, but become experts with them. People like Fess Watley.
Before I let you go, I want to point out that the music in this episode was not written or performed by Erskine Hawkins or any of the musicians I spoke of. Copyright laws and my non-existent music budget would not allow me to play it for you, so I used some stock music instead. Maybe one day I'll have a huge budget to work with, but today is not that day. I'll have links on the website, and you can always find the music on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. And I encourage you to listen to the music of all those musicians I spoke of. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Alabama Short Stories. If you enjoyed the story, there are a couple of ways you can help the podcast. The first is to tell a friend about the podcast. The second is to buy some merchandise from our store or donate to the podcast. You can find links at alabamashortstories.com. You can listen to the podcast on the website or wherever you prefer to listen and subscribe to podcasts. See you next time at Alabama Short Stories.